Hello, this is P. Andrew Sandlin, founder and president of the Center for Cultural Leadership. We live in a time rife with the virtues of tolerance and non-judgmentalism. Almost every idea, every action is permitted, and not only permitted, but protected from social ostracism with the warning that we must be tolerant and non-judgmental. The old Christian virtues of truth and honesty and integrity are secondary or marginalized. Often they're simply scoffed at, the relics of an earlier and outmoded way of thinking and living. As Alan Bloom pointed out in uh, his classic book, The Closing of the American Mind, in 1987, our virtue, the great modern virtue, is tolerance. Of course, almost all of his promoters are hypocritical. They're not tolerant of what are considered to be the great evils of the time embraced by those who are conservative or Christian or sympathetic to conservatism or Christianity. For instance, uh, xenophobia or racism or sexism or ageism or homophobia or judgmentalism. These are vices that cannot be tolerated. Employing Christian categories, almost all sins can be tolerated, but opposition to sin cannot be tolerated. Our response as Christians, outlined carefully in the Bible, is uh, not to partake of or have fellowship with the prominent sins of the age social rebellion and pornography and uh, abortion and covetousness and, yes, racism and premarital and extramarital sex and sexual perversion like homosexuality and uh, utter self-centered narcissism and much, much more. But I want to point out that when we have avoided these sins, we have not fulfilled our entire Christian duty. St. Paul makes this very clear in Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 11, in which he says, Do not have fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. He had just been talking about coarse language and immorality and covetousness. His point is that the Ephesian church, the Christians, must avoid these evils. But he doesn't stop merely with, demanding that they avoid these evils, he says they must reprove or expose those evils. The uh, great Protestant reformer John Calvin makes the point in his Ephesians commentary that we must not think ourselves fully obedient when we have simply avoided evil. Our responsibility as individual Christians, and not just as ministers, is to expose and reprove the evil surrounding us. A test case today is homosexuality and homosexual marriage. The latter has been legalized in all 50 states, states by the United States uh, Court uh, Burgerfell decision. And many Christians, even some professed evangelicals, have come to accept it. But even those who have not come to accept it have uh, learned to live with it. Their approach is, well, obviously the Bible opposes it, and uh, I'm not going to partake in it, but it's sort of a lost issue. 
But that attitude, my friends, is a disobedient attitude. It's not enough simply to avoid sin according to, according to Paul. We also have to expose sin. Not just homosexuality and homosexual marriage, of course. I simply selected that one because it tends to be quite prominent in today's culture. Nor does this mean that in every social situation our responsibility is to expose the evil in the people around us. But it does mean that people in open and blatant sin need to be aware of what the Word of God says, and we as God's people need to be the ones to tell them. Noah is an example. John the Baptist is an example. The Apostle John is an example. An example, most of all, is our Lord. Obeying Ephesians 5.11 is also a foolproof way to make sure you don't fall in with uh, the wrong crowd. The Bible teaches that evil companions produce bad manners. But I can assure you that you will not have evil companions long if you expose their evil. Those who walk in darkness don't like to come to the light, our Lord taught, because it exposes their darkness. Our responsibility as people walking in the light is to expose that evil. So if you belong to Jesus Christ, if you believe the Bible is the word of God as you should, you may not shirk your responsibility to rebuke evil. It's not sufficient to separate yourself from evil. You also must rebuke evil. Exposing evil isn't optional. This is P. Andrew Sandlin of the Center for Cultural Leadership, ChristianCulture.com.